Good evening, friends. Kirk Henderson and Josh Bow joining you just before 10 p.m. on Wednesday, March 8th. Happy 7th birthday to my son who won't hear this podcast because I curse too much on it. The Dallas Mavericks just fell to the New Orleans Pelican, New Orleans Pelicans on the second night of a back-to-back 113 to 106. They also lost Luka Doncic to a thigh injury, which seems like it could be significant. What a shitty night. Josh, what's up? I don't know if you heard me giggling uh, during your intro because you told me right in our little pre-show t- chat to, you're like, pull up the the recap. I wrote it and I want you to to, to read the, the first point and I'm giggling because of you using the sowing uh, and reaping uh, meme, uh, which is very apt for this Maverick season. Very, very apt. Probably war game sixty seven, yeah. right? It's there's yeah. is that right or am I wrong? Uh, what are they thirty four and thirty three? So yeah. yeah, yeah. So so what we're looking at right now? So the what we're looking at right now, heading into just a challenging part of the schedule, mainly due to road games because the Mavericks don't play well on the road. Right. The Mavericks are one game above five hundred. Their superstar is hurt, and. They they basically fucked around and found out. And the, the NBA has been screwing around with load management for a while now. And the simple fact is the best teams do not load manage because they're the best teams. So there's some self-fulfilling prophecies going on, and at least as far as I believe, that when you rest players, you end up – it doesn't help. Because you need to win those games. The Mavericks were like 0-8 at one point in games that Luka didn't play. And this is before the Kyrie Irving trade. Right. And they're just paying for some of the sins of these atrocious losses they've suffered. I mean, we could go through. There's probably 15 games out of these first 67. So roughly a quarter of the schedule. Where if you were to really look at the losses, you would go, oh, oh, no. That was a bad loss. And like sometimes you just get killed. That happens in the course of NBA season. Sometimes it's a coin flip. But the Mavericks have lost just enough of these really bad games. And they did this before the Kyrie trade to yeah. where you just look at it now and you're like, ugh, I can't, I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. Well, so in big picture, it just none of it makes any sense because so you you basically never play Luca in back to backs for the right. first three you know three fourths of the season and they're 0 and 8 because they don't have anyone else they don't have another star on the team now they finally get the star yep and they play him and it's like wait like i understand that you're you load managed him so that he can play down the stretch but like he's been nursing this thigh like this thigh injury wasn't a secret like he's been nursing it for the last week and yep. i think he's saying no i thought like, it was a contusion i didn't know it was a strain so like i don't understand the logic i like that's the big thing for me with this game is i don't know why luca played i just the mavericks training staff is probably the aspect of the organization i've had the most trust in since i've been a mavericks fan um and that's honestly not even trying to knock the other aspects of the organization they're really good casey smith has been the head olympic trainer for how many years like he's legitimately regarded like the best and the, the training staff is regarded as the best. You've talked to Jeff Stotts and you've talked to people around the league. Like they, the people that know 
generally regard this medical staff as as one of the best in the in, in not just the NBA but in sports. So it's a little baffling like, that they let him play. It just it's just one of those things that usually they don't do. And it's like he he's been nursing this for a couple of days. And it's it's one thing if he was like balling out. Uh, he's this has been like the worst stretch he's looked in all almost all season. Yes, he's putting up his points, but I mean, just physically, he has been laboring. Like mm. defensively, he's been he's been gone. Like he's been costing like he's been costing the team points since he's been hurt. And it's like, why of all back to backs? Why is he playing this one? Especially when you saw how good the Mavericks played in those two games with Kyrie without Luca when Luca was uh, out with the heel injury. It's like so, I just I don't I understand the logic this. in him suiting up tonight. It just I have an answer for this. Right. It's not a good answer. It's, it's a really uncomfortable answer. So you have a, I don't know if people know this, but you don't like Las Vegas. Um, mm-hmm. You also have a particular, you're not not quite as bad as Ben Zadell, but sports betting also irritates you. Like I, the, the yes. gambling is not your thing. It's a safe, no. safe enough thing to say. I'll but play I'll, I'll poker. Tell you, That's about it. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I have, as a moron, lost money many a times gambling. And at the blackjack table, you will convince, you know, it's, it's some, some betters will convince themselves, you know what? If I double up this time, I'll make up for the fuck up from before. I'll make up from the loss. Just one more that's, game. That's what this was. This was just one more game. Just one more game. We'll see what we can do. We'll get ahead. We'll get that three to one tiebreaker over the Pelicans. It will make up for the loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder. You know, like they're probably not thinking that specifically. But that's got to be the mindset because honestly, they did need this game. I understand why they played him. I really do. And then that goes back to what we're talking about: is they fucked around in the first half of the season. They could be comfortably in fourth place right now, uh, and it make, that makes it a significantly easier decision to rest Luca, right? Like yep. If, yep. if they didn't lose all those games, they shouldn't have lost in the first thirty games of the season. Did Did you hear? You know, and I people who listen to the live shows or I can tell like we, we just get a different audience for the live shows but one of the live shows recently we had a guy join his name's Sonic at least his, his handle is Sonic and he gave a, a pretty lengthy explanation for what he thinks that Jason Kidd knows he has the job security for the future so he uses the regular season as a full-on laboratory to figure stuff out and I really like it I like that theory the problem with that idea, and I, I, I'm sort of leaning into it. The more I think about it, that makes. I mean, it, he's kind of never are good enough to fucking do that, though. I mean, like, kids kind of said that. Like, that's not even really. But the, you have to be a top. Like, you can only do that if you're convinced that, like, you, yeah, they're eighth right now. <laughs> like, you you can't fuck around with this. Like, top three seeds are the only seeds that win championships. You're right. I, just, I feel a little nuts. I, I don't. I don't know. So it's like, like so. In elements of of this, where it's it's just they. I'm thinking of that that like uh, it was a TikTok from earlier in the year where it's like like a graph showing fuck around and find out, and that's where the Mavericks are right now. And I understand how they got here. I understand the logic behind a lot of the decisions that they've made. Only it hasn't worked. Yeah, it's. I don't know what else to say because it's it's just it's bizarre. Um and you can boil, you know, a lot of this experimentation like just look at this game and try to like why did Frank Nilakina and Theo Penson play 
12 minutes in the first three quarters when <laughs> like, and they just like, they just nothing. And they get their ass kicked in those minutes. And then you put in Jaden Hardy, you put in Davis Bertans and yeah, those guys have like issues and flaws, like especially defensively, but like, I don't know if like Bertans for all his war, like he plays his ass off. Like, I yeah. mean, he can't guard and he can't stay in front of anyone. He can't really rebound. Like there's a lot that he can't do, but he doesn't blow loaf. Like he goes nope. hard. He just, he's limited by his, physical limitations and and hardy also plays pretty hard um yeah it, it's just like i just don't understand and you, know, you played mark you know you played markeith morris a couple minutes and they they lose those three minutes but like they now lost. is not the time to experiment like yeah. why are you experimenting like play the talent more talented guys like bertans did stuff in the playoffs last year like he's mm-hmm. not like an unknown like he has nba like he's veteran experience like he Bertans for like again, he's not a great player. He's at the end of the rotation guy. But like look at his career compared to like Frank or, or Theo. Like he is a significantly more accomplished NBA player. Like I just it was just bizarre to watch them throw these lineups that weren't gonna work. And then they finally were like, okay, we can't because the thing is, I think the big problem is is that kid wants a team that can guard. And I think he's has trouble accepting the fact that he has a team that can't guard. Because why else would you play Theo and Frank? Like he wants, oh, yeah. Yeah. he wants and the team to guard. And the, the, the truth is, it can't. It just can't I, until they make some better uh, roster moves this summer. So, like, shockingly, the the offense lineup with Hardy, Kyrie, Wood, Bertans, THJ blew the Pelicans off the floor. Almost won the game. Uh-huh. But kid has to scratch and claw to. You have to scratch and claw to play that lineup because that's that's not the kind of basketball kid wants to play. And nope. he's a stubborn man. Yeah. He wears shorts outside when it's 20 degrees and it's like, it's not cold. <laughs> it's not cold. Trust right. me. It's fine. Like I, I, I mean, when we wrote, we, I mean, Brent, Brent wrote it and yeah. our whole site does not share that opinion. But when Brent wrote the piece that Jason Kidd is, you know, Maverick should consider moving on from him. He is who he is. He is who, and he's not going to change. There's no incentive for him to change. And, and you know, he's not why they lost this game, but he he is why they've lost some games, just like the front office is responsible for other games, just like Luka being Luka Doncic in frustrating ways. And, you know, the, the team not being quite good enough is also responsible for other losses. Like, this happens. Everybody plays a part here. And I just find myself very kind of, there, there's a lot of of regret in this season because they should. Were they going to win, you know, fifty two games or whatever? I really thought they could, even without Brunson. I really thought they could have because Luca is that good, and I, mm-hmm. I feel like they've really thrown away a truly special season from Luca. Thrown away is not fair. There's fifteen games left, but I feel like playing, you know, one game above five hundred at this point in the year is really really crappy it's hard to do when you have a player's goes luca like yeah think about the limited rosters dirk has had and other superstars yeah. have had and they're usually like an automatic top four seed or, or you know they're automatic 50 wins you know the Mavs weren't always a top four seed but they were always in the mix 50 wins and they you know it was dirk on an island for some of those seasons like it's just it's really hard to do and it just sucks because it's like they kind of put you know Luca had so much on his plate this season and it's like, for what, like to what end, like they're barely going to scrap out of the play in. 
another season where, you know, they're wearing him down by the end of the season and he's getting hurt. And it's like, you know, they have Kyrie. So hopefully, you know, if they re-sign him, you know, maybe next season can, they can finally get to like a healthier spot with him where they're not, they don't need him to play 40 minutes, you know, 37, 38 minutes a night and and handle the ball for 40% of the team's possessions, you know, they finally yeah. made the trade that can you can see that future, but right now it just it just kind of sucks, you know. It's just yeah. And this game, yeah, it just it's <laughs> it's just kind of emblematic of the season, you know. They just can't, you know, even with all the conditions, Luca hurt, Luca out, second out back to back. Like they still had Kyrie, still had Tim, still had Josh Green, still had Christian Wood. Pelicans didn't have Zion. Pelicans didn't have Brandon Ingram after, you know, in the third quarter, he sprained his ankle and he was having a really good game. Um, yeah. He's the so, kind of guy Dallas just can't guard. Right. And so, you know, both teams are banged up, you know, so like you can make excuses for both sides, but it's just tough. It's it's tough. You know, you know, Pelicans shoot, 50, you know, they finally got a game against the Jazz where it seemed like they were okay. And then Pelicans shoot 50% from the floor, 48% from three, you know. You know, just another – it's always – it feels like one step forward, two steps back with this team a lot of, a lot of nights, and, and, that, and that's, that's pretty frustrating to watch. Um, well, and Luca's getting a MRI on his thigh. You, have you seen his post-game interview? He's, it he's does not, not in a good place. Good. Like, yeah, we're staring at some good. darkness because I think Kyrie Irving is a special enough player to help them win some of these games. You know, it's they're running into a, a back like two game stretch against the Grizzlies that are dealing with their own bullshit. And I, I, I really think the Mavericks could still be okay, but this is just concerning because they don't. There's no continuity. There's no connectivity. You know, Maxi Kleber missed tonight because he like for perfectly justifiable reasons, but the Mavericks like just don't have enough horses. Yeah. Oh God, and poor Justin Holiday. Good God. <laughs> Negative 30 in 16 minutes. That's a rough guy. That's a rough go. He missed all five of his shots, which were threes. Uh yeah, not a and they really needed, you know, with Bullock out. Yeah. They need, you know, that's another thing, by the way, Bullock out. And he yeah. was he was not a game time decision. Like no, he, he was, was out. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, you know, does that mean is he I, that means it's he's gonna be at questionable at best leading up into, you know, this Memphis game. So it's, it's a weird time. You know, I, I saw those Kyrie games when Luca was out. That makes me think like, it's not over in terms of like them avoiding the play. Like, I mean, again, they win, they win, they win their next game. They're, they're probably like in fifth, right? Like, I don't know how anyone can logically, even with all the things that are going around with the team right now, you can't. I have no idea where they're going to end up in the standings. Like, it's, yeah, I mean, they, like they could be fine. No like, yeah, it's it would be pretty impressive if they ended up fine. It would be like I sort of just expect them to play flat out five hundred ball. Um, wins, win one, lose one, win two, lose two, that sort of thing. Like that's, I'm, I'm, I'm not because sure that's what they've been all season. They're a five hundred team. Right? That's right, and so it really depends on if they just. You know, do they have a bad stretch at the worst time? And do they fall to to 10th at the worst possible moment? Like, is that what happens? Or do they ride a four-game hot stretch and because the rest of the West is just derping along? I mean, that's what's been, I think, the most challenging for me and I think why I get frustrated is 
there were so many opportunities for Dallas to gain ground and they cannot take advantage of it. And I think this will be framed in the sense of, oh, well, you know, it's just, it's a really tight West. Look, it's a really tight West. There's not anything the Mavericks could do. <laughs> it's a tight West, not because they're playing. It's because all the teams, are they're all playing. Yeah. They're all inconsistent. It's not like it's because this isn't like that one season where the Phoenix Suns uh, missed right. the playoffs with 48 wins. This, this is, is not, not that. Yeah. No, this is this a lot sh- of slap fights. <laughs> yeah. This is, I mean, if the Mavericks were playing like they played last year, they would be far and away the two seed. Like they would mm-hmm. have the two seed like clenched by now. Like yeah. that's like, and that that's 52 wins. Like, yeah. The Sacramento, no, you know, the Sacramento think... Kings are in second place in the West with 38 wins. Like they, there's a, there's, I mean, it, there's, pro- they're probably going to get to 50, I would think. But there's, it's not guaranteed. Like there might only be one fifty win team in the Western Conference mm-hmm. this year. Isn't that like that's bananas? And that, I mean, we're not like screaming and yelling. This isn't like any of that other stuff. It's just it's it's a matter of of like opportunity cost, opportunity lost, and I really, you just only get so many bites of the apple, and and this season is going to be one where I think. History will look back at this one, and and I, I hope it's one where we go, man. That's just a blip in the radar. Yep. But there's two paths. Yeah, and they're very yeah. clear. And one of them's awesome, and one of them sucks. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. It, that's a great it, way to frame it. I mean, it's it's this is a bl- you know this is they they made the move for Kyrie. You can't fix the team in one trade deadline. It's a it's a it's a down year, but then they reload, bring back Kyrie, and, and they're off to the races. Or it's right. the other one. We don't, you know, I won't even talk about it. Just well, the funniest just possible no outcome is like all this terrible shit happens. I lose my mind on a podcast and get fired right before Starfield comes out for, for Xbox, <laughs> and I just go play video games and like like lose my mind off in the distance. But well, they delayed it to September, so you got a lot of time now. They delayed it. Okay, well, sure. I think it was supposed to come out in June. They said today it's coming out in September. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I mean. Right before the Maverick season starts. Yeah. And so I could just go play Starfield. Okay, there you go. Yeah. See, See Kirk can look on the bright side of things. <laughs> talking well, about people. This has been fun. We're going to have a two-day two gap. The Mavs are off Thursday, Friday, and then they play again Saturday. And that one is – where's that one? Memphis, at Memphis, 7 o'clock. And that's that's a prime time – I mean, it's not on national TV, but like that's these next two games are a reckoning where we get to see what this team is made of, whether Luca comes out and guts it out. And honestly, like I, I he's very important. He's very good. But I, I think there's an argument to be made that they should hold him, even if he thinks he should play. He's just he's banged up. Yeah, I mean, because the way he plays, it's not going to get any easier for him if he's not 100%. Yeah. You know? They do like, get one of those Memphis games at home. That's an ESPN one on Monday. But they're playing for their next five on the road. Uh, granted, San Antonio, the Lakers, uh, Memphis again. Good. Yes. <laughs> and you know, John Morant's not playing in any – I don't think John Morant's going to play in any of these games. Sort of think he might be done for the year after what we uh, read, yeah. f- read today, which is extremely disappointing because yeah. as a – you know, Jaw's legal troubles aside, the fan in me would love. I need to point out that the Jaw has beaten Luca one time, so yeah. <laughs> we're going to continue that stretch. Um, and you know, anyway, I hope he he figures out his his deal. Who among us hasn't been a moronic twenty something that makes poor decisions? Um, you got anything before we get out of here? 
No, other than, you know, don't overlook Memphis even without Jaw. They've they've proven themselves to be able to withstand, you know. Right, I look forward to getting hurt by Desmond Bain. Yeah. Oh, God. Can you imagine Desmond Bain ends ends the Mavericks season? What is that going to do to us? Well, as like, and this is a, this is a, like a ninth level undercard, and I'm not knocking him, but Josh Green has scored 15 points in four games. And he is, he's in a bad spot. He's got to figure it out. They need him. Yep. Okay. Kirk and Josh hanging out. We'll be back on Saturday. I will, well, at least one of us will. We're going to figure that out. I'm going to go do the live show, and then we might have, a special podcast getting sent over to us. Um, something, an, an interview with Sent Marshall that was pitched to me that I, I think I may post as a podcast because I just thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, that might be on your feet on Friday. We'll see. This has been Kirk and Josh Bo. Thanks so much for hanging out, and we will talk to you soon.